Hey guys, welcome back to the Mindful Narcissist podcast. I'm your host, the Mindful Narcissist. I'm pretty excited about this chat. It's a topic that I think about a lot and I've tried to structure it so I don't just go rambling, but I also may just go rambling. And we also, we may have to come back to this at some point because I feel like I could talk about it probably forever. As usual, we'll set the stage real quick for this chat. I think today what we're doing is we're walking around and we're going swan watching because swan watching season has officially begun. My friend took me to one of the nests yesterday and I found another one this morning. I'm actually absolutely terrified of swans, but watching the swans while they're nesting is a very special community activity. Last year, right after I moved into the city center, I stumbled upon one of the nests and there's such a wonderful little community that just builds around going to see them every single day. And so every morning on my walk, I'd be with the same people and we'd just watch the swans together and we'd chat about developments. And it was just the most exciting thing ever when they finally hatched. And it's just, it's really lovely. So we're going walking and we're going swan watching as we talk about today's topic. Titles are impossible for me to come up with, but the obvious title for today's chat was All the World's a Stage. So when I took my first sculpture class, it was, you know, the very basic beginning course, and it was one of the courses that could fill the general humanities requirement for every major. So the class was mainly non-artists, and the assignments were geared towards that demographic. So we'd get an assignment that was literally just design a chair straightforward. It meant nothing more than design and build a chair. But I was the obnoxious art major that needed to make sure everybody knew she was the art major in the class. And so I would design a chair and then build a few dozen miniature versions of it, present them in a glass box I built, and then have the artist statement something about like, this piece is about individuality within the confinement of societal expectations. But anyway, the assignment relevant to this episode was the assignment to make a mask. And this is when we were learning to use plaster bandage. So we had to make a cast of our face and then add at least one element to it. That was the whole assignment. So I went and I made a gas mask with like a Joker's hat. I'll stick a picture of it in the Mindful Narcissist Instagram for this episode. But the obnoxious message that I presented this piece with was that every day we have a mask on. Every day we put on a performance for the external world that protects our inner world. Very deep, I know. But this is an idea that I come back to a lot, much like the whole narcissist thing. I get a lot of reviews of me as a person from men. Probably get them from a lot of other people too, but the ones from men are the ones that stick with me because they're usually unsolicited and very entertaining to me. I record all my favorites in the notes app. There is one in particular that I think about a lot. It's from a, a man that I actually quite like, and I wouldn't put it in the unsolicited where did this come from category. But he said, you know how to make people feel what you want them to feel about you, and you're aware of it. And like, he's not wrong. I feel like you could take that as meaning that I'm very emotionally manipulative, but I don't think that's what he meant. And I don't think that that is true of me. I do think I'm a bit of a people pleaser as a result of 
trauma, etc. Um, and as a result of this decades-long practice of people-pleasing, I've become a very good performer. But I don't think this means I'm not being myself. I think that's the general message of this whole chat, that we are each performers, but that doesn't mean that we're fake. I think we all know that not every situation calls for bringing your full, complete self to the table. I think not everyone deserves to know you in your fullness. I think that being your full, complete self all the time would be absolutely exhausting. The advice like just be yourself is incredibly reductive and doesn't cover the nuance of day-to-day -day life. I think when, when I think about the way I view this, it's where we start to live in like that space in between where it feels a bit like a contradiction, but I don't think it really is. Like you can be yourself without always being your full, complete self. A lot of the time, this is a survival tactic, but I also think it's just normal human behavior. There's a difference between putting yourself in boxes and only bringing certain boxes to the table, depending on the setting, and then always bringing your full self to the table, but fiddling with the dials according to what's appropriate or best for the situation. I don't think you should ever tolerate a situation where you feel you have to adjust yourself to the point of discomfort, but I also don't think you are completely free of responsibility to other people. The more I say it, the more I feel like I'm not actually explaining it super well. When I was writing the notes out for this, I was like, oh yes, I've, I've articulated this perfectly. I think ultimately, in any given situation, you should be as you as it feels good to be. You don't owe anyone or any situation more of you than feels good or feels safe. I think of like two instances in particular where I feel like there's a weird amount of pressure to be more quote unquote real or to put more of yourself out there. I think one of the spaces is on social media. I think there's more pressure right now to be more real on social media because that's what people want to see you know we don't just want to see the highlight reel anymore but no matter how real you are social media is not a space that allows for the fullness of your personhood all of the nuances that make you those can't be encapsulated in an image and a caption no matter how real you're being it's still a version of real that you're choosing to put out there and i don't think we are owed any version of somebody, any celebrity, any influencer. They don't owe it to us to bear their soul for the sake of content. This is where sometimes when I think about social media and like all the problems it causes, I get borderline victim blamey. I think I'm working on figuring out how I really feel about these things. Like I get that constantly seeing a highlight reel, these edited versions, this highly curated version of people's lives, I get how seeing that all the time can be harmful. But also, if at this point you don't understand that that's what social media is, and it harms you because you can't understand that you're never going to see the fullness of somebody's life on social media, you shouldn't be on social media. We'll get back to this in another episode, and I may rethink that and take it back. But that's, that's what I'm putting down today.
I think another area where there's a lot of pressure to put more of yourself, bring more of yourself to the table is in art. I think when I was in grad school, I felt a lot of pressure to make my art more personal, to make it successful. And this was something that was really, really difficult for me because I recognized that a lot of my art was motivated by my personal childhood trauma. And as I was being pushed to put more of myself into that, make there more of a personal narrative, like it wasn't good. I mean, quick summary, my little brother died when I was very, very young. And that is something that I'm still very much processing 20 years later. And in an attempt to put more of that in the work, I created a piece that was a representation of a series of toys that we had in our house that reminded me of him. And making this piece, it broke me a bit. And I couldn't go back to working in that way that felt so representational of that narrative. And my thesis ended up being about basing your practice on specifically childhood trauma. And the conclusion I was hoping to reach was that I would find somehow definitive proof that it is not healthy to base a practice around your trauma. And by the time I actually got to writing the conclusion, I realized that the whole, all of my research was really geared towards trying to prove something that was really only about me. I just wanted definitive proof that I should not be required to put so much of myself into that work. I think art is a space where, yes, putting yourself into the work does benefit it, but you should never have to put more of yourself than feels safe, than feels comfortable for the sake of success. I think in like day-to-day -day relationships, back to, you know, the mask, the sculpture of the mask, I think we have a version of ourselves for every situation. Nobody is the same exact person in every situation you put them in. You'll have like the same essence, but we understand that we need to perform differently for different people. I think a healthy way to do it doesn't compromise, you know, the essence of who you are. And I also think you can only be as much of yourself as you know. Like you can only start to be yourself if you truly know yourself. And that's a hard thing to do, beginning to really know yourself. I think I'll wrap up there because I'm starting to talk in circles. But to recap, we're all performers in our day-to-day -day lives. This does not mean we're fake, and you have no obligation to be your full self all the time. Being yourself is stupid advice, as just a blanket statement. <laughs> we perform in the way that we deem appropriate, that we deem safe and comfortable, and that is okay. That is good. Whatever self you bring to the table is good. We'll leave it at that for today. Thank you for coming along for another little chat. If you have any thoughts on this one, because I'm always looking for more things to chew on on this topic, shoot me a message. Let me know. If you want a weekly reminder of the new episode going up, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at The Mindful Narcissist. If you want daily Mindful Narcissist content, you can follow my personal account at CaitlinW. And can't wait to see you all again next week. Love yous and leave yous. Bye.